Welcome to the Inspiring Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Domisha Campbell, and here we have authentic conversations about womanhood to inspire you to align with your God-given identity and show up as your best self. Hello, hello, how are y'all? I am feeling so ecstatic today. I'm feeling literally just so blessed. Like I just turned 25 and I don't know, I like I was explaining to my babe and I was explaining to my father, like this year just feels different. Like even the things that I wanted to do, I just wanted to be around family and celebrate and live and laugh and love, like all of those like you know, cheesy things. That's exactly what I want to do. And I just feel like I'm living on this cloud and just, I'm just like, yeah, it's life and it's beautiful because honestly, like what can, I I really can't complain about too much. I live a pretty soft life, you know what I mean? A pretty safe life and I'm extremely blessed. I'm healthy my babe is healthy, my child is healthy, most of my family members are, so I'm just blessed to be in the space that I'm in, and this episode is just, I guess for you, what you get out of this episode is just appreciating life, celebrating life, and everything that you can get out of it, so with that being said, I'm going to go over 25 things I've learned by 25, let's get right into it, number one is don't believe the hype, it's as simple as that. Like everything is not always what it seems. Just don't believe the hype. Number two is sometimes your connections can get you further than anything else. I feel like I am a testament. Obviously, I'm a testament to that. Like I've had connections and people vouch for me that got me in rooms that my resume alone couldn't or a job application alone couldn't. Like honestly speaking, my first job I got it because of my friend Nay at the time. She told the hiring manager that I was looking for a job and the hiring manager called me up and hired me. And things have gone similarly that way since then. So yeah, your connections can sometimes get you further than anything else can. Three, it's okay to mess up. I am a recovering perfectionist and I thought I had to do everything perfect. And if anything went wrong, then it was the end of the world. And now I'm just embracing like, it's okay to mess up. It's okay to get things wrong. Life continues. Number four, emotional intelligence is just as important as academic intelligence. I feel like that is self-explanatory. Growing up, people put so much emphasis on academic intelligence and all those things like that is important, but being emotionally intelligent is important as well. And what I'm seeing now in society is that people are being manipulated with their emotions and um it I think it can be extremely dangerous to let your emotions be the driving force of all of your decision making or the majority of your decision making that you can't even make a rational thought out decision or can come up with a conclusion just everything is fueled by either excitement anger rage a feeling 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 and no facts sometimes facts and feelings have to meet each other in the middle and and do something beautiful there. So number five, you are the narrator of your life. You know what I mean? You are the narrator of your life. I feel like so many times people are like, oh, it's because of this and because of that and my mom or my dad or school or this or that. At a certain age, babes, you're gonna have to give that up. At a certain age, you're gonna have to take full responsibility of of everything that's happened to you. Or if, if it's not, you know, you don't have to take it. You just have to accept it. 
and say, I'm either going to forgive this person, I'm going to move on and I'm going to make the life, this life, the best thing I, I could make out of it. Or, or, you know, you just can't, especially if you're listening to this and you are in North America, if you're in the United States or you're in Canada, I mean, we're, come on, we're living in first world countries. You are the narrator of your life. Number six, YOLO is not an excuse to be irresponsible. Also, if you live in the UK for my last point as well, um, YOLO is not an excuse to be irresponsible. You only live once. Okay. So I only live once. So I'm going to spend $500 on my credit card knowing that I can't pay it back next month. And now I'm being charged $20 every, um, every day. It's because it's in current interest. No, it's not an excuse to be irresponsible. Yes, you only live once, but what is your life going to be about? You just want to live and die with debt or you pass on that debt to your family members or your children? Come on, let's live this life as responsibly as we can. YOLO is not an excuse to be irresponsible. Number seven is proper preparation prevents poor performance. Now, I first heard this from G Herbo. <laughs> a few years ago, probably like five years ago now. Proper, well, I'm 20, might be like six or seven now. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Honestly, like if you prepare ahead of time, it can prevent you failing. It's like, this is, I'm not even gonna go into debt. The, the sentence speaks for itself. Number eight, don't idolize anyone. Don't idolize anyone. It's okay to be inspired, but don't make anyone your idol as you want to be just like them and they can do no wrong and they're just this magical person. Don't place any human being above error, above flaw, above mistake because they will let you down in one way or the other. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be all this big letdown, but don't idolize anyone. It's one thing to draw from inspiration. I'm really inspired how they do this. I'm really inspired how they do that. Don't turn into them. Don't act like they're a God. Number nine, relationships, especially close relationships, can help you see yourself through a different lens. I often speak a lot of times about marriage, but even friendships. Like if you have a really close friends, it could help help you see like some of the things you need to work on maybe some of the things that you're really good at like maybe if you're a good listener with your friend um or your friends always come to you for advice or your friends always come to you for um support or your friends always come to you for for anything you fill in what it is your friends come to you for or they don't come to you for it can help you see yourself and things that are good about yourself and maybe some things that you could work on. Number 10, you can change anyone. And also to my last point, when you live with somebody, I think whether it's a a friend or if it's like your spouse, you definitely get to see because you're with that person every single day. So not only can you see their flaws, right? It's so easy to see someone else's flaws, but you can also mirror those back to you. For the, number 10, you can't change anyone but yourself. So like I was just saying, it's so easy to see everyone else's flaws and we can complain and we can vent and we can be sad about other people's flaws. But the thing is, we can't do anything about it, right? We literally cannot do anything about someone else. So what you can do is is work on yourself. And if you feel like, you know what, I've done all I can, maybe that person is just not meant to be in your life. 
right? Like it's as simple as that. 11, older age does not equate to wisdom, intelligence, or maturity. I'm going to say that one again. Older age does not equate to wisdom, intelligence, or maturity. I mean, at one point in time, I thought, I assumed that if somebody was 50 years old or 60 years old, there's obviously things in life that they already conquered, that they understand. They, they got their emotional intelligence. They have, you know, they understand the world better, but that is not necessarily true. It's, 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 it's really not. And I think I had a rude awakening now that I'm around and more, I feel like for a, a long time I was around people close to my age because in school, right? You're around people close to your age and step for the teachers and things like that. And now it's kind of like, I'm in the real world now. So I'll, it's like fair game. Some people in the office are 20, not, I'm the only one in the office that's 20, but some people in there are late 30s, some people in there are 50, 60, you get what I'm saying? It's it's multi-generational, and then you get this, this awakening. So number 12, we're more alike than we are different. We are more alike than we are different, and I'm just speaking about humans, people in general. I know, especially when it comes to culture and race, we like to say, well, these group of people like to do this, and these group of people like to do that, but the truth is we're all alike more than we're different. Um, number 13, trust your intuition. Trust your own voice. And with that one, I think this was really personal for me because I went through a period of time where I was depending on the voice or the direction of someone else more than my own. Like I was leaning on their voice more than all, not their voice being like a helping tool or like a stepping stool. It was like, okay, but what is this person saying? Because what they're saying is Bible and that can be very dangerous and that can lead you into manipulation and people taking advantage of you you know what I mean it's not always necessary to get an outside opinion to get a second third or fourth opinion that's not also necessary you got to know when to trust yourself when to trust when you're hearing from God or when you're hearing from the divine and be able to move in action like that that's a, that was a big one for me. Number 14, worrying about things out of your control is brainless. It's simply just a waste of energy. I can sit here and worry about um, how I'm going to do this or how I'm going to do that. Or again, I can, like a previous one, proper prepper proper preparation prevents poor performance. I can prepare myself for this. And of course you can't prepare yourself for every single circumstance. That's why we're getting into perfection, right? It's okay to mess up. But for the most part of things, if I know today, hmm, I'm low on gas. And then I say, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm going to wait till after work and then I'm going to get gas. And now I get stranded on the highway. I'm like, oh my God, how is this? How is that? It's, it's brainless. I could have taken steps to prevent that, but I didn't. And now it is what it is. So mm, that's for me. Like, I just want to save myself time. I know you want to save your time and not just be wasting your energy on something you can't change anyway. You know, and if you can change it, do it one day at a time. That, that kind of goes into my next step. Discipline is key to living a balanced, healthy life. That's number 15. Discipline is key to living a balanced, healthy life. Like I always 
get on myself about being disciplined because I do in certain ways and I know it sounds so cliche I do in a way believe that we are living in a generation that lacks discipline in all types of way and eating and instant gratification and our work habits it's 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 kind of sad when you think about it like I and that's why I like fasting Fasting is a discipline that I picked up from my spiritual leader that I had um, when I was a part of her ministry. And it's something that's always going to stick with me because you're literally um, disciplining your body to say, no, I'm not going to feed you right now. You're suppressing your hunger. and You're going to feed it later. You know, and that could even go with sweets. No, I'm on a diet or not even if you're on a diet, you want to change your eating habits and you want to decrease your sugar intake. I'm not going to eat five pieces of cookies. Maybe I only have one. I'm not going to fill up more than half of my place of rice more. Maybe I'll just put a quarter of rice. You get what I'm saying? Discipline is key because when you have a lack of discipline and anything goes, that's why we we're seeing the world we we're living in now. So number 16 is know and be okay with your limits slash boundaries know and be okay with them know what your boundaries are know what your limits are and just be okay with them stand firm in them because I was someone who would flip and flop what my boundaries and what my limits are based on who the person was or what I thought that they would think of me or what they would say and you know what who it hurt in the end it hurts me and I don't want you to make that same mistake so know and be firm what your boundaries are even and it really I really used to bend and flex when it came to family or came about people that I really loved. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to think that I'm lazy because I don't want to get up at five o'clock and spend six hours with them in the grocery store because they take forever. And I asked them that and they said, you know, oh, you're rushing. No, no. You know what? I would love to take you there. But if I do take you there, my, my time span is from five to seven. If you can honor that, well, okay, get somebody else to take you. And be fine with that, not feel guilty. Like I had a hard time doing that. So that's one of the things I learned. Number 17, how you speak to yourself is the most important. I had a bad habit of speaking to myself like I was just some chick on the street that I didn't care about. Like if I'm going to speak to myself that way, how can I expect anybody out here in this world to speak to me with respect and dignity? How can I believe the positive affirmation and the positive words that I get from other people if I don't even give that to myself? So those words that you speak to yourself is the most important. Number 18, just breathe. One and then a two, a two and then a three, three and then a four. Then you got to breathe. Everything's going to be okay. Sometimes you just got to stop, felt, smell the fresh air, and just, just get back to living. Living my life like it's golden. Living my life like it's golden. Just, just get back to living. Get back to living, y'all. Just breathe. Number 19, your friends. Oh, no. Number 19 is you won't be friends with everyone forever. That was one that I was just like... <laughs> Are you serious? Because it's like, those are my friends. I feel like it's hard to make like really, really good friends. 
you know and then the fact that and it doesn't even have to be beef like oh they was hating on me no it could just be like you know we simply just like grew apart or I didn't or they didn't put in enough effort for their friendships or kind of just like fell off the face of the earth things like that that was a false uh, a reality for me and maybe a reality for you too number 20 is it's okay to just be it's all right to just be, I don't, you don't have to always be productive and moving around and doing this and doing that. Some days you're just going to be like on my birthday. I took, I took a day off because I said, you know what? I can take a day off to just be me, to just do what Dwanisha loves to do, to just be an individual and back to it, you know, at five o'clock. <laughs> um, number 21, invest in a hobby. Investing hobby. I I usually talk to like older people who have like more free time, and you know what they do. Most of them just just sit around and watch TV. If you invest in a hobby now, that doesn't include just you know on social media or something like that. Unless you know social media is your thing and you do graphics or design, and you find really like pleasure out of it. You're gonna get older and you're gonna have free time, and people are gonna ask you what you like to do besides you know maybe clubbing and stuff like that, and. You want to have something to do, maybe if it's crocheting or it's golf or it's soccer or it's um, volleyball or it's podcasting. Do any of y'all want to start a podcast? Let me know. Um, but, you know, just just invest in a hobby or, you know, crocheting, um, shooting. I don't know. There's so many things that you can do and invest in. So 22, I put forgiving is important. No. I guess that's it. Yeah, forgiving is important. Like we all know that. And I also put like, you want to make sure you're not only forgiving others, right? But forgiving yourself, forgiving situations, how they turned out or how they didn't turn out for you, especially forgiving yourself. Um, I want you to learn from me because I feel like I hold, I help, I help, I can't even talk. I hold myself to a high caliber like high expectations so when I let myself down it's just like come on and then I and then I pander on it and I pander on it over and over again I'm ruminating on that same thing like oh I should have did this or I should have did that and da 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 or this person should have did this or they should have did that or this situation should have been like this should forgive it let it go let God just breathe Okay, just breathe. It's okay. Number 23, your opinion isn't always needed. Your opinion shouldn't always be heard. I know in the age of 2022, in October, October, the month of the greatest of all time. <laughs> um, I know this may be a hard pill to swallow for some of you, maybe, maybe not for any of you, but it's okay to just sit some things out. To just zip it, lock it, put it in your pocket. Y'all remember that? <laughs> I think that was like elementary school or something. But literally, just zip it, lock it, put it in your pocket because it's just your opinion is not needed. That's not to say like you don't speak up for something that's wrong or not. But I'm just talking about just blindly basing your opinion. And this is something that sits dear to my heart because um, it's, it's important to know when it's appropriate to just listen to just get the information you need and it's appropriate to know when to respond. Like even in friendships, like when I wrote this down, I was thinking more so me being a pod podcaster and a commentator on certain things. Sometimes I just want to, oh, this is my opinion on this, but sometimes it's like, 
you know what? Let me actually read into this. Let me actually see if it's even worth me gauging our opinion. Or maybe it's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Or even in the conversation, right? Like if my friend is telling me something and my opinion is, well, you need to do this, this, and that. Is it really necessary? Is my opinion for her going to change what she's going to do? Or does she just really need me to be a friend and listen and understand her? Right? So that's what I mean by I say your opinion is all always needed or should be heard. Um, number 24, sacrifice is a negative. I think when people think of sacrifice, they think, oh, I have to, da, 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 da. but it doesn't have to be negative. In fact, I think sacrifice is a beautiful thing because it makes you value whatever you were sacrificing for even much more. Again, I think this is why we don't really value much as a society because we're so, we get things you know, easily handed to us or it's so easy to get access to things or situation. So sacrifice is a negative. If you have to sacrifice your time, excuse me, for a season to say, you know what, during this time, you know, I'm going to have to pick up extra hours and I'm not going to be do, able to do this, this and that. When you do get the time to cut back and, you're, and your time freeze up because so you're, you're not working those extra hours, what do you do? You make sure you're intentional with the people or the things that you missed out on when you were sacrificing your time. If you're sacrificing your money, same thing. If you're sacrificing your relationship, whatever you have to sacrifice, if you're sacrificing whatever, don't think of it like a, as a negative experience. It's actually a beautiful thing when you get to do that. And last but not least, last but certainly not least is number 25. Every day you wake up is an opportunity to be grateful. When I got up this morning, made my bed, washed um, washed from the dishes in the sink and I played this song Grateful by Hezekiah Walker because I, I truly, truly am grateful. Yeah, sometimes I have my moments and I'm being a little brat or whatever, but for the most part, I am extremely grateful for the life I live because I know that at one time in history or, you know, even people around the world, they may not have what I have. And even if they do, some people don't even realize the beauty that's in front of them. So I just want to live my life grateful as I can. I think Meek Mill said one time, I know on my worst day, I live like somebody on their greatest. Think about that. On your worst day, you live like somebody on their greatest. That got to make you feel grateful for. So every day that you wake up is a new opportunity to be thankful. Is it a, it's a new opportunity to say, hey, what am, I, what am I looking at from the wrong angle? How can I reframe this and think about all the things that are going right for me in my life? It's really a beautiful thing. That's the end of my list for 25 things I learned at 25. And I just want to end this by thanking you all for rocking with me, for listening to the podcast, for leaving reviews, for um, sharing it with your friends and snapshotting this and posting it on your Instagram and tagging me at Inspiring Solutions Podcast. It really means the world to me. Um when you all are interacting with me and you and, and you keep um, just just supporting it because sometimes a podcasting journey can feel like a lonely road, but I know that you all are with me. So again, I just want to thank you and we just want to end this episode off with gratitude. I will hear you. I will see you all on the next episode. 